0: so we are doing uh alec hawkins and i a you know, part-time uh editor full-time you know go to random person i pull up on the show when we need to do something that's not guest oriented right so i uh, appreciate you doing this with me but alec and i are going to go over our al- album slash eps of the year we were going to do a two list thing and then same thing as you when i went through mine i think i ended up adding one ep to my whole list so that was a good call to uh not do two different (laughs) two different ones on that would have been a little bit of a struggle bus there but um but uh we're gonna go through the ep and albums releases i guess of the year for for both of us um and uh and then maybe just talk about some some different bands or whatever else that we've kind of found this year whether or not it was uh um you know for a release from 2023 um but of course uh Alec had a great idea for anybody that's watching this on Spotify or YouTube. If not, you'll just have to use your imagination. But we're going to pretend this is brought to you by Rumplements, Where Our, each time, I think this is. I, did, I didn't talk to, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I talk to you about this explicitly. Yeah, before we. Yeah, I get talked to like I'm a crazy person for liking this as much as I do, but it's 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 fine. It works out well. But uh, we both do. I I figure like it doesn't have to match up. Um, like you know, if I say ten, like my tenth one is is right. a 10 and 10, but just if we have the same releases at all on here at any point, when we go through, uh, we'll have to take a shot. That's what we're going to do. Does that sound like a plan?
1: No, that's, that's the plan. If any, if any of our top tens fit with the top tens, take a yeah. shot, maybe even at the end, if, if we haven't taken enough, I'll, I'll take a shot at the end just for the, the yeah, yeah. Same, end of game same. of it, you know,
0: cause I have a feeling our lists, might be pretty different so well, we might be a little disappointed on the shots but you just you i i know, think right? our lists
1: are going to be very different um yeah I, as i as i was putting this together i was thinking about uh i mean obviously i'm putting together my top 10 but i was thinking like how many do, would you maybe have on there and i'm thinking uh-huh. i'm gonna over under bet that we're gonna take at max three shots
0: i would say so too because i i we didn't talk about this beforehand um but we did talk a little bit that you've said that uh uh, not very many metal releases are likely going to be on yours. You had mentioned that. I don't know if that's true or not. We'll see as we go through. But mine is like, I'm pretty sure mine is like all but two are just like full blown metal records. So, but I'll I'll stop burying the lead here. Before we get started here, you wanna you wanna cheers, do one before we get going? Cheers, yeah, buddy. cheers, yeah, I, got, I got a halvesies
1: uh, here, half shot. Oh, to nice. nice. To the, pull, the liver prep, yeah. you know. yeah. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: you're, you're gonna go full steam. Yeah, that's right. we're
0: gonna go early for this, huh? Yeah, it is a early for this, but that's fine. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, we're gonna go. You know, your ten, my ten, and we'll just kind of do it in that order, and then we can kind of talk a little bit about. Um, do you want to go,
1: go back and forth like ten to ten? Yeah, yeah. Nine I fi- nine kind of thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I figured we do it that way. kinda kind of talk about the records a little bit as we go. As we get higher up, we can you know mention why we like them so much and things of that nature, and just kind of. Kind of go from there with a few of them because a few of them I put on my list. I should stop bearing the lead here and just get fucking going with it. But some of them are like you know they're lower on it because I think there's like seven fantastic songs on a ten-song record. But like when you get to your number one, it's like you better like every fucking song oh, that's on there. Yeah. you know what I mean. So and yeah, and this this year was tough because because this year there was a lot of good releases across the board. Like I said, like a lot of my like there's so many pop and hip-hop records I wanted to add on this that. I just couldn't because there was too much good shit. So it was a tough year to do this. But I'll stop bearing the lead here. I'll have you go first, and I'll go after you. So go ahead and start with your number 10 release of the year. What is it? Give it to me.
1: So my number 10 release of the year uh, is Sleep Tokens Taken Back to Eden. Um, and I almost didn't even have it on the list, to be honest. Uh, I Because I know you're not a, you're not a huge no.
0: Sleep Token guy, right?
1: No, I, I liked Sundowning a lot. Um, and then after mm-hmm. that, I just kind of felt like it was not, not more of the same, right? Like it, the, the production gets better, yeah. some of the like, elements get cooler, right? But um, I think the singles of this record are super solid. Uh, I don't think, yeah. It, it, this is why it's number 10, is I don't know if the record is a whole to me. I feel like flow uh, flows the way I want it to flow or is like my taste all the way through. But songs like The Summoning and Granite, and aqua regina basically every song Mm -hmm. he released prior to releasing the the whole album um and you know like like, like the title track and uh, all the tracks are are good in their own light but the single tracks he released i thought were too good not to have this be on a top 10 album if that makes sense yeah
0: i I mean uh, agreed agreed and and uh um I, I, I definitely agree. Like, I really like this record, which is probably giving one of mine away here as we go along. <laughs> but I do agree that, like, I think it was uh, – I do agree, like, Sundowning to me is their best record still. Um, a lot of people feel like this newest one is because it got them, you know, so massive over this past year. And that's great, and I think they deserve that. You know, they put out three records in, like, you know, three and a half years, which is no easy feat, and I think they're all good. I think the second one was, like – you know, it was almost a slump, but it was still a good record because they're that good of a band. But um, I would agree that like some of the songs on this record, I'd have to pull up the track list. You no, know, I really like Chokehold. The Summoning is one of the best songs. uh you know, I heard this year. I think that could be maybe single of the year. You know, I think like I, it was. I, I that, agree, that and good. That, and that's the hard thing is um,
1: it's so strong that I, I'm like it almost has to put put it the album up there too. You know what I mean? It's almost balancing the you album. Know, and like and back like rain.
0: Rain was a really good song on this record, um, but, uh, you know, like there's a few on here, like the, what was it, like, I don't remember what all the letters stand for, but the D-Y-W-T-Y-L-M, I forget what, yeah, Yeah, like that song was fine to me, I d- wouldn't like throw it on on its own, um, Vore, which was one of the singles, and like one of the heavier, more metalcore songs, I was like, you know, they have better songs like this on other records, um, but like, yeah, like Take Me Back to Eden, Chokehold, Aqua Regia, all those different songs, like they're all fantastic. It's just, again, one of the like perfect examples of what I was just starting off with were like six, seven songs on a 12 record album that I would go back to over and over again. But some other ones, if they come up on a on a shuffle, I'm probably going to skip them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, right, I totally right. agree with that. Uh, um, my my number 10 is, you know, uh somebody that from a band that you and I have both met the singer in person, you know, hung out with them at the Silverstein show for a little bit. I got to go see them with, um, with pulses, few other bands is a uh, Guardrail, uh, their full length record content or content, you know, kind of say Which, both ways, should we it? Um, really, really, really good record off of open your ears records, you know um, from, for people that listen outside of the sort of AAC group that Alec and I are both a part of, you know, Pretty big in there. Um, The editor of or producer of one of the other podcasts that you and I both listen to. um, I think it's a really good record. It's, you know, punk rock, pop punk. And I think the only reason why this is as low on my list compared to other things is like I've been just so into heavy music this entire year that I can't really put like a, you know, punk rock, pop punk album much higher than 10. Like the fact that it's on here shows that it's that good of a punk record um, for me. Uh, just been really not into the genre lately for the most part like I just have felt most things in it are super formulaic for the most part I say that and I listen to metalcore all the time but uh (laughs) but but I just think it's like a super good record top to bottom you know I think it's their first full length and it's like you know really really impressive they wrote with Nick from the swellers um for it and I don't think there's again not a bad song on the record um but just you know not my usual cup of tea when it comes to genres for the most part anymore um, do you, yeah, do you know uh, much about that record? Have you checked it so, out? So yeah.
1: I, I saw them, they came through Grand Rapids actually. And, uh, I, I took some, music right, to right. Them. I saw, I saw them and I have, I've listened to the record I think one time through, and that's the reason why I put it on a shout out, uh, on my shout outs list.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. like, Hey,
1: the record was good. Like I listened to it. Right. Um, but I think that I was unfortunately listening to stuff that was released like two years ago instead. Um, like I was getting into that yeah, kind of stuff, yeah. which we'll get to later in the, in the mm-hmm. in this podcast, but, um, Yeah. And so they're they're definitely a shout out. I definitely liked it. I think it was a solid release and I'll probably what's going to happen, like most records like that, is I'll go back to it in 2024 or 2025 and I'll get really into it and I'll go, oh, maybe this could have been, you know, a 2023 top album, but I just didn't listen Mm -hmm. to it enough to solidify it there, you know.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, great record. Um, Anybody that hasn't checked it out yet, you know, Guardrail, um, content or content um, uh, from Open Your Ears Records. Definitely worth checking out if you're into anything punk rock, pop punk related. Um, All right, let's go your number nine. So
1: my number nine is Poppy, uh, the album Zig. Uh, So I think the reason why this is on my list too, and this is one of the albums this year that was in the background a ton while I was working or just doing mm-hmm. some other tasks. Uh, and it's, she's just, I never really liked Poppy that much uh, when she first came out. Yeah, And the more releases she has, the more I'm like, Oh, this girl can literally do anything. So Zig is more of a, like electronica record. Uh, you know, but she had some yeah. weird, like dark black metal pop, you know, vibe for the previous releases mm-hmm. uh, songs. Like the, I think it's the attic uh, and linger. Or it wasn't The Attic, I'm sorry. Is, is it The Attic? Yeah, The Attic. The Attic and Linger are the with, like, top songs yeah. on there. Yeah. Um. Just an overall, structurally a sound album. And I can't say like I dedicated like an in-depth, you know, I'm not I'm not listening to this like uh, every yeah. person listened to, to Pimp a Butterfly when it came out, right? And they're like, oh, let me dissect the whole <laughs> record and you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I've had it in the background a lot. I'll probably give it more in-depth it's hit number nine because I didn't – I hear anything that I didn't like out of
0: it. Yeah, Poppy's – I'll have to check this record. I'd actually – you know, this is where I get into the weeds so much of, like, heavy music that I miss out on some releases because I've always thought she was a really good pop artist, you know, electronic artist that, again, has done random songs that go into, like like you said, really heavy territory or at least influenced by really heavy territory. But I did hear um, – was it – I forget what which single it was when it first came. I just thought it was a, you know, a uh, off single like so many pop artists do. But you know, just just a uh, really interesting pop artist that um, really does kind of the the you know genre blending attitude of like doing whatever the hell you want and does really well with it for the most part. So I'm actually going to make sure to put this down that I I check this out because I wasn't even aware that she put out a full length record this year. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I would say too. Like this hint, is where. Of... Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: I was gonna say like in comparison to like the number 10 like sleep token pick i feel like sleep tokens a band that i go if i hear him do another ballad song i might skip it you know like it's yeah. just because i know uh-huh. i'm expecting that to happen um and poppy is just a little bit more left field where she's gonna yeah. put some weird element in it and it, it could be very genre bending which is i think why place that on on which, our list
0: yeah yeah, which is really cool because, again, I've liked to see that. I was somebody for a while for, like, especially the, you know, the mid-2000s, late two thousand, you know, or, like, mid-2010s where I was really, like, kind of jaded against a lot of pop artists because I just kind of felt like it all used the same beat, used the same production. A lot of times they went to the same producers or they had five same people writing the songs kind of deal. Yeah, 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 same key, yeah. same chord progressions, whatever. And then you kind of have this era of poppy and, you know, other artists, I would say like Halsey is in there to a different extent too where like they'll just kind of do whatever they want and really go artsy with it, you know, kind of how pop music used to be back in the day when like it was really like an artist-driven vision. Um and, you know, not say so they don't use co-writers or a heavy-handed producer or something, but it's just cool to see pop music that's like really interesting not that that didn't exist I, before yeah, you know I, I definitely just got into I
1: definitely got into more pop I think this year too and that's not gonna really reflect too much on my list but you mentioned Halsey I, Halsey and Carly Rae Carly Rae Jepsen for some reason I got like yeah, really yeah. super into their back catalog this year where I kind of ignored them for a while a long time um and right there's some really really I'm like okay I get I get why
0: you're popular like I get why you're good
1: I'm with I'm with the in crowd now. I understand, you know. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because
0: yeah. it's anything. It's just like any as you you know as you get out of here a little, like especially people like us that like played in metal bands and grew up in like a scene to some extent. Like when you get out of the sort of like elitist bubble of your early twenties of like, I'm only going to listen to things like from, you know, that would be on warp Tour at the time. If that song doesn't have a sick breakdown, and...
2: I don't want to hear it. I don't want
1: to hear it.
0: Yeah. If I can't skip a to a minute
2: and
1: flatten... a half into the song, <laughs> and there yeah. isn't something yeah, heavy written, No. Yeah. There's
0: not there's not a Tom build up to a one liner <laughs> before a bunch of open notes. Yeah, I'm not for it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so yeah. I mean, it's 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 cool. That's on, and again, that's gonna be something I check out today when I'm you know after this recording. So that's awesome. Um. My number nine. So we're gonna have to get out the the old uh, rumblemans here. Is uh, sleep token take me back to Eden. Um. Again, cheers. I think uh, we're gonna take
1: more than uh, three. Let's go ahead and do it. Cheers.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. Um. <laughs> Uh, better and
1: better every time yeah we already
0: talked about it a bunch but like the one thing i will say because i actually i thought about because this morning when i was exercising i watched the first video interview that um sleep tokens done their drummer did it with Drumio, um where he talked about his influences and all that and it brought me back to like i would this one was tough for me to put it this low because i like specifically the drums so much on this record like if we were judging like favorite drummers this one would like two would probably the drummer two from sleep Token would probably be my number one this year um i don't think it's like i think nine is a solid place for the overall record but but just like my love for it is because the drums are so ridiculously good and interesting um and yet like he goes over the top with it on certain parts like so over the top but it like adds to the songs that maybe it wouldn't in a different band is yet, that trying you know to take there's away those lighter that, songs right? where he does just yeah, right, right, where there's those kind of other songs where he's just more in the groove and in the pocket, right? So so that's why that record's on here pretty much is because I love the drums so much. That's the only additional thing I'll add to that. We already talked about Sleep Token enough. We'll move on. <laughs> um, all right, getting in here, we've got uh, number eight. Show me uh, what you got for number eight.
1: Number eight, I'm going with uh, No Home, Hell is All Around Us. I uh, don't know if you know the band No Home. Uh, I... No, I,
0: I'm not familiar
1: i my my joke for this is that counterparts didn't release an album this year uh so no home is okay. gonna be on the album of the year uh i'm a, I'm a huge counterparts fan i've been since profits so like a, a long-term mm-hmm. i'd say top top 10 band for me um this record hell is all around us is like it takes old counterparts and new counterparts and there are literally riffs where you're like i feel like we both have listened to that counterparts record before like it's it's not reinventing the yeah. wheel it's not anything that's fucking next level crazy but when i listen to it i get this like nostalgia kick of uh yeah. of listening to profits from counterparts and then listening to you know other albums um that, that they had um they put their own yeah kind i see, of uh, spin on it
0: yeah i see just from like a you know like their you know the number the first like album review they got done with it when the record came out that you know, the, the references the two biggest influences for them was were counterparts and being as an ocean. So yeah, I got to check yep. this band out. You know, this is why I like doing stuff like this. Is like, I do a podcast where I talk to smaller bands and I find out about new music all the time, and then I miss out on some like pretty decent sized, ba- you know, up and coming band um, that I have no- I have never heard of. So sweet number two of your yeah. list that I'm gonna check yeah. out right after we do this recording.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh I mean, like i said pure nostalgia value um but with a fresh take and yeah i i do tell everybody to check them out they're it's a great record
0: well and it that's a, that's another thing that i've i really have been trying to like remember when i'm checking out bands of like the kind of melodic hardcore or metalcore post-hardcore genre now is like you don't need everything to be like some new twist, you know, some new modern twist people are trying to do with music. Sometimes it's okay. Like we were just kind of jokingly talking about to have like the emotional music with some breakdowns and some ones and zeros and dissonance. And that's totally fine. And I'm all for it. You know, you don't always have to reinvent the wheel or break the wheel of a genre for a record to be fantastic. Right. So, yeah. Um, my 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 one here. I wonder if you have heard of this band. Uh, they're a UK band, but they have members I think from New Zealand um, and a couple of other countries. It's a three or four piece. Um, they bring out like these synths and also play like heavy music. And they like they have these concept records that have been coming out recently that are awesome. The Band's called Calva Louise. This band I found out about them. You know, I'm not someone that. Uh, that finds out about bands through social media very often. Um, But like they randomly popped up on some like Instagram reel or something. This happened to me like twice this year. And this is one of the bands, but they have this song called opportunista. That is like this weird blend. It's a female vocalist. um, I'm assuming I I shouldn't say I I know somebody's gender offhand, but I believe a a female vocalist that, that, She like does all these different, like super versatile, she also plays guitar and synth at the same time. Um, Everyone in the band is very involved with like multi-instrumentation. And do everything from like kind of breakdowny, shouty screaming music to indie rock, to very electronic like synth pop um, dance beat songs. Um, And their records and their music videos are all like this intense concept that I would butcher trying to explain. But uh it's super involved. Like it's like one of the most involved bands I've seen from like songwriting to they like they've made like an Unreal Engine themselves that like makes these things with their music videos and like this development on like this whole world building thing. And uh and they're starting to blow up in Europe and the UK. Um, but I, if I remember right, they are yeah, so their description on their Spotify is like like they have, like, animated scenes in, in the videos. They use uh, uh, softwares with, like, an Unreal Engine um, linking lyrics to their songs to the story of the videos. Um, they have band members from Venezuela, France, and New Zealand, even though it's a British band. Um, <laughs> and, and, like, you know, they're just, like, this super weird, like, weirdest band I've probably found out about without it being, like, a noise rock, like, avant-garde weird shit. But, like, you know... I guess what I'm talking about about them is very avant-garde, but like also each individual song is like just, if you had knew none of that, it's also just really entertaining and really good. So um the only reason why this is as low as it is on my, on my list, is probably one of the most interesting bands I found out about this year, but it's just that like, I haven't dove enough into the band yet. Like I'm not immersed in like the confusing things I just talked about. <laughs> that is their music. I just like every song is super good. The videos are really like, out there and like this other world thing. And I usually don't even like music videos, but uh, for the most part, but, uh, but it's definitely worth checking out. So I'll, I'll stop I th- there. I think there's that. something but to say about that
1: too, that like a band that can be so versatile, that can give you so many different genres. Um, like I feel like I like music for two different reasons. And there's either it's versatile and it surprises me. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Or it's like exactly what I'm looking for. And I go, yeah, this is what I expect from this yeah. band to do. Um, and you know there's like rarely a time that
0: it kind of meets in the middle so um so that's my number my number eight uh let's go ahead and move on to uh your number seven what's your number seven
1: Did we already, yeah, my number seven is <laughs> ruckus uh by well movements movements ruckus yes um uh-huh a very good i i i feel like we and you said this uh before you said this at the beginning of the episode, but I feel like everything I'm gonna say about the my first like five or six is gonna be like generally the same. We're like, oh this is a really good record to me. Um and again, like when I think of my top ten, I'm thinking of not only what I listen to the most, but like how did this band live up to the other albums they had? Um right. What, how does it fit into their discography? And I feel like Ruckus was a good blend of like, hey, we can get on the radio tomorrow. But then also a like, hey, you know that kind of slightly angsty Um, like I think of like dance with death is, is my top song off the record. Mm -hmm. Um, lead pipe was a great single from them. It's, it it has that like kind of angsty movements vibe to it. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely a band Um, that just kind of fulfills that alternative vibe for me, but, uh, but they come out with some surprises here and there.
0: Yeah. They're, they're a band. I can't, you know, they don't these two bands that I'm about to say don't sound the same. So nobody get mad at me about this, but, but um movements and he is legend are both bands that I think about that are like kind of put into this, like alternate movements is obviously, I th- I think massively bigger than, than he is legend, but, but like both bands ha- fit in this space that they could, and, and, and I think there's been a little more success with this with movements, but um they could like be on like these big, rock tours right like these massive like arena rock tours for whatever reason they kind of get lumped in a little more with sort of like the scene alternative you know under more underground spaces and yet like when you listen to the record you'd be like oh they could tour with like this band that plays in you know 40k you know cap venues and all these kinds of things and ruckus was a was one that i to be honest like maybe if i thought about it it'd be on my lower tier and i'd boot one of the lower ones out i kind of forgot this came out this year um it, i i had to, uh, I had to add record. it to
1: my list later because i was going through all these records i listened to and i was like oh i forgot that that came out this year that deserves some sort of
0: uh yeah, sort of yeah. shout-out for sure i tried to go through a list from loudwire of like all the hard rock and metal albums that came out this year and the I don't know what's going on with Loudwire. I'll blame them if I miss another band that you you name. But, like, the, the... the the article kept crashing no matter what device I went on because there was so many ads on it so I was like whatever I'm just gonna go off my like my brain instead it's fine but uh but yeah great great record the only thing that I have a doc on on this record and I think you know where I'm gonna go with this is the goddamn album art is atrocious <laughs> you know <laughs> it's so I, it's... like I don't know if they're in on the meme on it almost you know what I mean but it's so bad but I'm talking about it so I guess it works yeah, it, right you know and,
1: I mean? and, and a lot. A lot of people are talking about it a lot of people say oh this album art looks so bad but I feel like the uh the weird like cyber 80s font I think like like Beartooth is kind of utilizing that shit too right like
0: it's yeah weird, but I would shit on a... Beartooth albums as well yeah it's fair <laughs> but, fair you know but the album it's, art.
1: <laughs> yeah it, it's like uh I mean honestly like I think about like like Riptide single art for Beartooth and then this album art are kind of like in the same in the same yeah, yeah <laughs> in yeah, the same vein right it. but but, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost, it's almost so kitschy that you'll remember it. Right. Um, yeah. and there's not and you know a lot what? going it, on. It
0: doesn't ruin the album. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Like, like half, half um, the time this album is, is going on my car when I'm commuting. Right. It's not like, I'm not looking at the album yeah. part and dissecting it. Um, yeah, I guess I that's, that's
0: an interesting point to have though, that things are so obviously digital. If the only people that are going to buy the record anyway, not to say that album art isn't important. I love good album art. I think it's like a huge medium for artists still now for, for vinyl collectors and even what you see on Spotify and all that kind of stuff. But like, it's not going to make or break if someone picks up the record the way it maybe would have when you were at FYE, you know, 15 years ago to like look around for music where you'd see it and be like, it looks lame, whatever. I'm going to move on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not a make or break. It's like the only doc I have on this album. Great album, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, that band never really disappoints. Not a band that ever has put out a dud. So so it makes a lot of sense. Um, my next one, again, like I said, this one's a metal heavy uh, record. I've already gotten through like the two out of the three straight up metal record, non metal records on my on my list. So the rest of them are pretty heavy. But um, it's Silosis, A Sign of Things to Come. Um, I don't know if you are a big Silosis fan. I, I uh, haven't. Who else? Who uh,
1: else what else does he do? What else is his other project that's like this bigger? Um, uh, well,
0: he used to be up until recently. He used to be in architects. Um, oh, yeah. That's, uh, Josh okay, that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, and, um, this record though, like he's always, and this is what's really cool is this is the, um, I think the first time he did, uh, the production um and mixing i don't know if he did the mixing on their very first record um but uh uh he this record he did uh, he writes all the songs you know he he has the the band you know the band give a little bit of input and all that but for the most part he writes everything he produced it and i believe he mixed it as well um huh. so it's like an all-in-house record and it's the best record they've ever made. Like, it's not even close. Like, I I, I got into... This is a band I got into this year. Um, I mostly knew about Josh because of Architects. Uh, but actually... You know, shout out to the Downbeat podcast. You know, he's uh, uh, Craig Reynolds from Straight from the Path is really good friends with Josh Middleton, and so he would bring him up all the time on the podcast and brought up this band. and I was like, yes, I'll check it out, and I kind of like it more than Architects. Um, so, Fair. Uh, Fair. so I, I, uh, I was really stoked about it, and it's just it's a, you know, it's it's a record that if you're into just like heavy, fun, like heavier side of metalcore i would say like there's not you know it's it's very much like more old school metalcore just straight up metal you could say um of the early 2000s but like with with obviously modern production and modern more modern songwriting and you know being a guy that's been doing this for for decades um but just yeah if you're into metal especially like i think about like the music that you know you're now sort of i don't mean to bring this up but you're now sort of former band uh wholeheart <laughs> like if you're into that kind of music you you would you would uh you would love this record you know what i'm saying um oh, hell yeah. So yeah if you've not checked it out definitely check it out
1: no i I'm, I'm putting that on my uh put that i already put that on my list of things to check out after the after this pod wraps up for sure i'm gonna have a whole yeah play yeah of yeah right yeah out of this you know
0: yeah i think we each are yeah yeah um but yeah so that's that's pretty much that one check it out josh middleton's awesome uh one of my favorite songwriters uh go to your number six
1: uh number 6 and i think this is the i think this is the last record i have like minimal to say on but i still have it in my top um so everything yeah. else is going to get a little more long winded but uh it's current the death we seek um
0: i came, oh, i fucking forgot that came out this year that might have been yeah, yeah, online. Yeah. that's me, all right i'm going to say, you're telling me, brother, yeah, you're yeah. telling
1: me um <laughs> it, it wasn't an album that i returned to too much but it yeah. was a record that when I gave it, my list is through for like the, when it initially came out and I've had it on in the background a couple other times, but like it, the place I feel safest, I think has to be my top 20 metalcore releases maybe of all time. Um, yeah. And uh, phenomenal as a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal record. I don't think they're ever for me gonna like really hit that peak ever again, but this yeah. record mm-hmm. became r- way closer than any other record they put out since. Um, which is again, kind of a nostalgia value placement (laughs) on my part, Mm -hmm. but like songs like over and over or, uh, or remember me, right. Like they kind of hit that more melodic, uh, emotional feel, but then it's also absolutely outrageously heavy, um, throughout, throughout the record. Right. So that's where, and it's so hard to say like, Hey, it's my number six of the year, um, i feel like ten ten through six are so like it's like like being interchangeable like uh, like, like yes it's, it's like the difference between you know being tenth the the tenth best quarterback or the fucking fifth best quarterback you know <laughs> in the NFL like, yeah yeah they're like, all very very close. it's all
0: fantastic yeah yeah, yeah 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 um well yeah this currents record and currents was a band that I didn't get into until i saw them i think it was them. Um, I forget what the opening band was, but it was an opening band, Gray uh was it Gray Scale? I don't remember. It was You're probably Grey Scale. There's, great there's one that's grey Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it I I, I confuse those bands even though they sound nothing alike. Um no, right. but uh yeah, it, it was and, and then Currents, Invent Animate, and Silent Planet all together at a show. I, it was the last show I, I saw remember before the pandemic tour by- hit. I
1: never saw it, and I was really bummed. I I don't know if the pandemic hit and it was prior to or not, but I just didn't see it. Yeah,
0: yeah, because I saw them in February of 2020, so it was like right up there. Right, you there, know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um And it was one of the best metalcore shows I've ever been to. Um, and uh, even though the sound quality was garbage, but that's kind of the charm, I guess, right? But uh, but I remember seeing Currents and just like they blew me away, and then and then I listened to the records, and it was as if they like went on stage and performed as tight as they were on the record, which is just really cool for a genre that like a lot of production comes into play with the records. Um, you know, there's a lot of magic that happens if you're working with like a Dan Bronstein or a Will Putney or whoever else um, not shitting on those people. I love those producers, but you get what I mean? There's usually a disconnect right. with metalcore A lot of the times between the live and the, the studio magic not the case with this band and this record you know like you said i i don't think it like broke the wheel of this band or it was a phenomenally better record than what whatever else they have put out but it held up because this band's sick and they're you know and they're not they're not going to disappoint so yeah great pick again i kind of forgot that came out this year but (laughs) my list is really solid it might have been like a 12 or 13 anyways but but great great pick um my number six is the only – I'm going to make sure I'm not wrong on this. Yeah, the only EP I have on this list, it is a three-song EP, and oh. it is God Smiles Upon the Callous Dow Boys from the Callous Dow Boys.
1: Um, I did not and, give it a listen this year, but I I firmly dude, want to go through you the you have to check it out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> three songs. It's only Three songs. But the reason, like the reason why it's number six, is because they those three songs might be in my top twenty songs, like each one individually, like released this year. Um, oh shit! And the music videos, also. Again, I keep talking about music videos in a positive light, despite me always saying I shit on music videos. So maybe <laughs> I need may to do them. some but reflection on that. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but I hate them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But each song, so um, is uh, pushing the pink envelope. Waco Jesus. And Designer Shroud of Turin. And so I actually had, you know, Dan Hodgson on the podcast, um, and we talked a bit about these songs and all that kind of stuff. That's not why this is on my list, but, but, uh, but, you know, um, the Waco Jesus song that they first released is kind of like their most, like, sort of conventional song they've ever put out. Cause, you know, if you know, Callous Dowboy's pretty out there band a lot of times, like mixing math core and new metal and metalcore. Um, yeah. Waco Jesus is sort of the first song that it really was like, you know, uh, a song you could show somebody that's just into metal and they wouldn't be like, what the hell is going on in this song? Um, but all three songs are fa- fantastic. Designer Shroud of Turn, of course, features Pulses, which is one of my favorite bands. Um, and just like, you know, my only qualm with this and why it's so low on my list in a way is because it's only three songs. And But at the, the, the same time, it's three songs and it's on my top ten list, you know, because it's that good and it's the only EP, like I said, that's, that's on mine. So, uh, not can, much more to say I, about that ask, other than check it out. About, is, yeah. is, it, is it
1: Waco or Wacko Jesus?
0: It's uh, Waco.
1: What, what is, what you is know, Waco?
0: It's W A C O. Yeah, Do you not know about like the Waco cult and all that? You know?
1: No, no. That's why. You, that's why no, I was like, you oh. should watch. Well,
0: you should. Yeah, you should look up. Some <laughs> also, documentaries my list is a cult documentary. On, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, um, Ka- Carson, their vocalist, who writes, I think, a majority of the lyrics is very into conspiracy theories and also like designer shroud of Turin. Uh, The shroud of Turin is actually what was supposedly the shroud that was put on Jesus when he was uh, after he was crucified and put in the tomb. And so, um, so there's like a lot of like religious and conspiratorial elements to their lyrics. And they're always kind of tongue in cheek and kind of goofy at the same time, but also serious Uh, their whole album. I think it's called celebrity Therapist, Like it's all about conspiracy theories and, and like not just like shitting on them, they do that and they kind of make fun of them, but also like very embedded into conspiracy theories. Um, so it's it's definitely like there's a lot of deep dives into it that are very interesting. You know, very unique band, very cool release. Just wish it was a an album, <laughs> you know, or at least no, like five I, or six songs or something, you know.
1: I think that band. Um, I'm really quick as we're gonna cut all this audio of me taking off my because It's getting
0: no, you're good. You're it's getting good. hot. The
1: rumple's <laughs> fucking hitting, dude. Um, so. <laughs> um that band I absolutely love their social presence for like yeah. like um that that whole video of them starting that mosh pit you know so like if you have health insurance uh-huh. fucking prove it like yeah. i if you have a college degree put it in the shredder get fucking stupid like <laughs> yeah. i i love that that energy they bring um yep. and it's they they are definitely a band that i haven't given a lot of like stream listens to but mm. if they came on a tour, I would a thousand percent see the tour. You know, yeah. it just seems like it'd mm. be such a such a good crowd pleaser.
0: Definitely, uh, yeah, and very. If you're, you know, like you and I that play guitar, like if you want to hear just like the craziest, dumbest, most <laughs> like all over the place riffs, you know, you check out this band because it's absolutely absurd what they do, like instrument wise as well. So, um, yeah, great, uh, great EP. Uh, let's go ahead and get in the the uh, top five here. Top five what is, territory. What is your uh, number five uh, release of the year?
1: Top five. Number five release is Left to Suffer's Feral. Uh, Good pick. Good pick. And it wasn't in there until literally two weeks ago. Um, well, you saw them? I saw them live. I, yeah. Which, by the way, this is also awesome. I'm just going to give a quick shout out to, to two bands that released something this year that I haven't listened to their album at all, but they were also on a tour. Chambers, I love to kill for um and then we have um mouth breather and i can't remember their ep name but mm-hmm. those two bands that whole tour ripped that yeah. whole tour ripped and and i was it's like the first like heavy like super heavy show i went to in a while and i was like oh i forgot like why i love this so much and all those bands kind of like reach revealed to me why i like this music so much and it just was a wild 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 tour uh good good concert um but Left Suffer's Feral is like, if how I felt about like Amir when I was like, yeah, 16, right, is how I feel about that album now, like the like Feral now, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, this is it's, it's all killer, no filler. It's everything I want and just a heavy, like punch people in the face kind of record. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think like, like, lyrically, Caveman likes, riffs, yeah, yeah, cave, Caveman riffs, a bunch of ones and zeros a bunch of like distorted notes uh, and and creepy melodies under like just rapid pace breakdowns it's it, the vocalist is just insane makes a bunch of fucking animal noises like uh, <laughs> it, it I, and i love it and i love every second of it um yeah lyrically probably not like you know top tier like oh this album speaks to me right but it it definitely speaks to like that, that part of me that just wants uh just off of their heads kind of record.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, again, left to suffer. I think you put it well, if you're just looking for some knuckle dragging breakdowns and just some, some brutal fun, you cannot go wrong with them. And their, their latest record, you know, speaks to that.
1: Nothing yeah, else to say. Like, right? If, if <laughs> I wasn't in this Small man body, and I was in like a Sam Sulek body or something. I'd be bench pressing like <laughs> yeah. 500 pounds to the album, you know. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it them and like Kublai khan and bands like that are just like that's what yeah. you listen to them for. Don't, you know, I'm a big guy into like diving into lyrics. You don't need to dive not not shitting on their lyrics, but you don't have to dive into their lyrics. You just gotta listen to the record and get angry. It's it's perfect yep. for that. Um. Uh, my number five is, and I almost put this higher, but there's just so many good re- releases, is Dying Wishes, Symptoms of Survival. "Escape," um, for having some of a Better memory, was a great record. Um, very, like, throwback, kill-switch-engage sounding um, record that sounded really good production-wise, all that good stuff. I, I liked it. I liked the band, you know, in general, but wasn't, like, a head over heels for the music. Uh, this record symptoms of survival is like one of the best metalcore records I've heard in quite a while. And like, you know, their singer, um, Emma, uh, really like shined on it. Like she really like brought out bigger, you know, singing pipes and more versatile screaming while also them just having some like two minute long, just brutal heavy songs that were just like, Oh yeah, this band can go all over the place. Um, and I just think it was just, like, one of the best put-together records. I liked, you know, one thing I really liked about the record specifically from, like, a songwriting and arrangement standpoint is how much, like, each song kind of blends into each other with these sort of sounds and soundscapes and, you know, like, feedback guitar and all that kind of stuff that sometimes gets lost in streaming now. Um, and uh, and it, it was, like, you know, it was just, I think, as far as, like, straightforward Heavy music, you know, not a whole lot of sampling, not a whole lot of electronic elements or anything like that. Uh, More of like a raw hardcore metalcore record, like one of the best I've heard in years. So yeah, I I definitely.
1: I didn't listen to it probably as much as you did. I gave it, I gave it a once over. Uh, It'll be a record I come back to in twenty twenty four definitely. But I remember (laughs) completing the record and going like that is uh, an album that can stand the test of time in like 2023 standards of, of production, Mm -hmm. but also feels incredibly raw. Like, again, but just like you said, there's not like a a shitload going on. Right. It is like, this is the band. This is what the live sound is essentially going to be like. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. just going to punch in the face the whole time through. Um,
0: yeah, it's, um, it's, and it's it's one of those things, too, that, like, you can see them for how much, you know, for how much growth they've gotten over the last, like, I would say since this album really came out and, you know, they got a lot more eyes on them. Like, you'll still see them kind of doing those hardcore shows where, like, the stage is on the floor or it's on, like, you know, um, pallets, you know, or whatever, and just, like, people scream their heads off so like, has that, like, while it's... You'd put it in metalcore because there's a little more structure than like a typical hardcore band. It is like the real metalcore of like mixing metal and hardcore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Where that word's kind of so expansive now, you don't even really know what it means. <laughs> right. Um, like what is what but, is uh, that? But yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, super, super good record. All right, you're uh, when you're ready, you're uh, you're number four. Uh, give it to uh, me.
1: See, I'm already pouring a shot right now because I feel like we. There are two records I think we're matching up on uh, by the time this final I have four a feeling minutes. I know what
0: they are as well.
1: Um, yeah. So my number four is Invent Animates Heavener. Great record. Uh, great record. I think it, it, is, it is another record that I think the singles really, really, really push that record for me. I, I think Shade of Stray is still my favorite song. Uh, off of that record mm-hmm. hands down uh it's it's catchy it slams or does or even like Elysium Elysium has Elysium has that one riff I don't know if you know the the one riff I'm talking about but there's that one riff in the yes. song yes I do I've listened to this record
0: a million times yes. smashes you in
1: the face <laughs> like they have so many good moments I don't I don't think it's as good as Graveview and I'm gonna be honest about that I I think that mm-hmm. Graveview for me was like a better record I think the production on Graveview is a little more controlled. I I think, I think somebody Mm -hmm. pointed out too, when we were, when I was talking about this record earlier, uh, somebody else that they're like, like the, the reverb on his voice sometimes makes what he's singing or, or screaming. Like it's almost an audible, right. It's almost like it's another instrument Mm -hmm. to the band. Um, but I love the ebbs and flows of how this record moves. Uh, is I think it's that I'm really bad at song names too. We're we're in the same business. It Meridian. Um, the, the opener of the yep. record is super good. Uh, absence surfacing, persistent. yeah. Absence persistent. Like mm-hmm. I can list off the songs go, Oh, I like that song. I like that song. I like that song. Like every song I mm-hmm. enjoy on the record. Hence why it's the top five. Um, yeah. A phenomenal band that I think is gonna just keep, especially, I don't know if you listen to the, the title track they released later. Um, was that?
0: Was no, it, was I that, haven't.
1: Yeah, I think they, they released a single that was called, I want to say it was that, called w- Heaven Art. That,
0: that is really interesting that they put out the title track as an extra song. But bands are doing yeah. that shit now. It, it reminds and me it, of, like, and it was super, um, of super We Are Not Your ethereal. Kind, you know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Um. um so yeah, I'll have to check it out. Again, like, uh, I'm just going to cut cuz this is where yep get it ready uh my number 4 <laughs> is an album called Invent Animate or a, a band called Invent Animate and the album is Heavener. Um, and, so do, and we match we match think, exactly on
1: number 4. Look at that.
0: Yeah, so we're going to we're going to go for it here. Um So uh yeah, we'll do this first. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Uh
0: Yeah, I I think What's interesting about this record, that's really funny. I did not think that was going to actually happen. I thought we would have like general albums. But the uh the the interesting thing about this record when I first heard it, you know, I heard the hype. I obviously knew the band like I had said before. Big fan of Grave View. I I bought that record at the the show when when I saw them with um with Silent Plan. I think I bought it or maybe I bought it late. I don't remember. Times a blur of that era. Um but uh you know, I was super impressed by this band, just like I said, the same with Currents. Um, and when Heavener first came out, that kind of reverb on the guy's singing voice, it threw me off a little bit when I was told about the hype of this record. And I was like, I don't know, maybe like people are hyping this one up a little bit, like maybe it's not my thing. But then I listened to it. It was a grower and it quickly grew to, again, one of my favorite records of the year, obviously, number four. Um and the reason why it's maybe higher than like an album like Dying w- Wishes album, even though I would say maybe on a different day, you would ask me, and I would probably I've probably listened to the Dying Wish album more. But this one like scratches that part of my brain that some more like modern what I would call Invent Animate and some other bands uh like progressive metalcore. Um just like I don't know, there's something about the transitions they do, the tones in the guitar um you know like the kind of more polyrhythmic things that they throw in that I don't know it's just like I, I it, it what what it does for me is it makes me want to write music like and so that's yeah. why this one's where it's at for me is like records like this make me want to go like god damn I got to go pick up my guitar again and start working on some riffs <laughs> have you, you know have what you I mean ever so that, have you ever watched a, play a playthrough
1: video at. of uh of the, the guitarist playing some of the songs
0: Yes. Yes, it, I have. He,
1: yeah. he, it, I mean, uh, this isn't even like a slam. He's like a robot though. Like it looks like uh-huh. so easy for him that I'm like, you make the riff look so simple. And if I had to stretch my hand like that, I would, it would just be a bunch of noise. Get carpal tunnel. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My um, wrist would break immediately. Well, I, I don't know. About, it's yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, after, after this same thing, like so, I said earlier with the Cowboys Dowboys one Dan Hodgson, um, again, who's on the show before they uh they put out a few playthroughs of this latest ep that they put out and um first of all dan's guitar is absurdly cool looking And second i'll watch it in the same exact thought as like with the invent animate guitarist where you're watching it and you're like if i tried to do that i think my pinky would break like i just don't understand <laughs> how you go from the first fret to like the 22nd in like five seconds. your hand looks like how you do it. right now yeah 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 and they're like they're just you know kind of grooving that's like dude i i used to think i was good at this but you know that's 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 no. why they're doing what they're doing and i'm
1: i I'm i try to it. admit that i'm not good at it, right <laughs> like i'm like i'm i'm good enough yeah. to pass uh yeah but y- people can run laps around me and that's okay like i don't
0: need to be i don't need to be the best i can know? do some zeros and ones and i can write some songs yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah exactly uh, i can do good rhythm you know? but yeah good rhythm. so
0: so we 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 got a we got a linked up one of Invent Animate Havener. great record. Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on here to your number three.
1: <sighs> All right, so I'm um, I'm actually I almost want to pour another shot because I feel like we might even link up a number three. Maybe 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 we'll be one off. But my number three is Johnny Booth, Moments Elsewhere. Uh,
0: fantastic again,
1: record, fucking fantastic record, solid Band, uh, and and just like you you kind of said with um. The Dying Wish record versus Invent Animate. I feel like I probably listened to the full record of Johnny Booth less than I listened to the full record of Invent Animate. But mm-hmm. on my listens of Johnny Booth, I feel like they are so, like, uh, and again, maybe similar to Invent Animate, I had a better vibe with firsthand accounts from Johnny Booth, their, their previous record. Yeah. Uh, not that I think that record's better, but that record was more me yeah i was like oh yeah this is like everything i want out of a uh, out of a a band like this um but moments elsewhere definitely uh stepped it up in the the weird production the samples they had throughout like throughout the whole record Mm -hmm. um full tilt it's a fantastic single i'm a huge fan of uh, Mm -hmm. bright future which is a great almost closer uh, of the record like there's just so many good moments in this record um And I'm excited if, if this is how the band progresses, like if this is, if every record they have as much of like a leap between records as they had with the first hand accounts in this record, they're going to continue to just keep punching up the ladder.
0: Yeah. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll just get to my thoughts on this later. I don't want to talk about it too much on (laughs) on my end. All great points. I just want to give a quick shout out to Alec for, uh, for getting me into this band. I had never listened to this band before. Um, you uh you were like you should check this out and you should get uh Andrew Herman, vocalist on the show. And within a week, I listened through the record four or five times like every day on my commute and was talking to Andrew uh like consistently, got him on the show, loved it and is somebody that now I communicate with like somewhat regularly because him and I just like connected that well. Um and so, yeah, I'll talk about my, the album later on, on my end. I'll just put it at that. But um, but, shout out to Alex for getting me into this band and for getting Cheers. me to talk to him to get him on the podcast and, and everything in between. So, yeah, yeah, great record. Um, my number three is uh, is uh, one of the other, you know, metal-related, depending upon the song, but one of the the last, like, not metal record on here for me. And it's Pulses. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Um, this is a band that obviously um, I and I tried to make sure I wasn't biased on this just because I'm friends sure. with them. Right. Because uh, other than my good friend, who's a journalist and, and actually you now with this one, this will be the third time you're on here as well. But, you know, my friend uh, uh, Shabir Rizvi has been on my show now four times. Uh, great journalist and activist uh, with the political episodes. But other than that, Pulses has been on the most. You know, I talked to Matt Bridge. Yeah, I think he was like the third episode or something. Um Talked to them when a single came out, and then we did a deep dive on their record. And the reason why this one's as high up for me as it is, even though I don't really listen to post hardcore that much, uh, there was another album that almost made it on here. That's a post hardcore record that would be a shout out. But shout out to uh, I changed it last second, and I feel bad about it. But shout out to Jake Alexen from uh, from The Burden, um, another post hardcore band that almost made it on this. I just don't listen to post hardcore as much as I do like heavier stuff.
1: Uh, the, the The Burden record. the reason super why post solid. This is on here is as well just uh yeah and yeah, try, yeah The burden Record terminal from your, like from your number three but no uh, no is, but the reason why i wanted to bring record, that up yeah. is
0: like is yeah is i bring that up just because of pure like preference i think it's one of the sure. best records by far that's come out um if if i had limited this to albums and not put the cal's dow Boys one on here it probably would have been on this list so shout out to jake shout out to that band super fantastic record um but the reason why pulses is, is as high as it is on here is because it's the most versatile record I've ever listened that's... to in my entire goddamn life. Um, I, I actually you know, that's so funny so new... that I,
1: I have a I have a shout out list and that is the reason I shout it out is that it's it I, I didn't give enough time this year. Uh, I again another yeah. album I'll go back to, but that's exactly what I said. It is the most every two songs, it's like, oh this fulfills something this fulfills someone, this fulfills a genre, this fulfills a genre. Like they are so good at being all over the place. I'm sorry to cut yeah, you off. i let you carry on with your thoughts. It's, it's no, your pick, no. right? But but, but I, I just want to chime <laughs> no, in and say I, I fucking I, agree. Dude, I
0: prefer this. I prefer this. Um, but yeah, like so. I'm looking at the. I have to look at the track list to just like kind of really give people who have not checked the album out. Although if you listen to this show, you have to have checked out this band at this point. <laughs> but but uh, you know, I, I look at things like they had the song. Um, they had the song like uh, "Run the Ghouls," which you know it goes from everything from more of like sort of the i think it was run the uh, uh where, where like you know they, they have like everything that ebbs and flows from like uh a more like hip-hop feel to a catchy chorus to like a turnstile breakdown to you've got uh, uh the song called them phones on here which is literally a ska post hardcore <laughs> song you've got um kupo as an example on this record that is just a fucking metalcore song. You've got honestly, honestly, which also features um, Sierra uh, from With Sales Ahead, which is like a like an emo anthem, you know, kind of like an emo somber anthem. Um, you've got, you know, I mean, like I could go through on and on. You got Low First with the White Sox, which features Nightlife, Bell, Gavin Cole, like, and it's like this really poppy sounding song with some, you know, with some post hardcore elements in it. And the reason why this again, like I kind of said it already, but like. If, if we were going for most original sounding music, this would be number one. Yeah. Like this would be yeah. bar none, the most original, like maybe the most original record I've ever listened to. Um, that's also cohesive, I should say, because I have heard very original records that feel like you uh, had, it was a compilation from different bands. You know what I mean? Um, but just super unique band, love the influences that they have on here. Um Love that it goes from everything to from from like mid two thousands R and B to to hip hop to metalcore to punk to um, to new metal. There's a song with a bunch of record scratches and some like cool like kind of new metal beats with rapping on it. Obviously, Uh, uh, Kevin their drummer is a great rapper, Um, and it's just like one of the most eclectic things I've ever heard. And I I think it's just up up from here for the band too. So. Uh, so yeah, I'll stop rambling there if I talked about it no, too much. I, I, on several No, episodes I'm gonna ramble about on, them for a like, quick second. Great album.
1: Um, uh, that I just a quick story about Pulses too because I got into them like four years ago with uh, Bouquet. Um, but yeah. like, I was I was hiking in Virginia. This is like the most random band. I, not I didn't even encounter the band, but that's like the the where how I heard about the band was weird. Is I was hiking in Virginia and there was a person on the top of the hill listening to music and it was like a swan core-esque band and i go oh you listen to wolf and bear you know because that's who i thought it was and they go yeah no it's pulses just like like just like that like like i should have known and i was like oh <laughs> fucking cool right and i uh i ended up l- listening to the okay i listened to like what's good i think that was the first song i listened to and i was like oh this this band's fucking great uh which is so weird that you know years later we're in the group together and like
0: yeah yeah uh, Yeah. is it it andrew
1: i can't that is the
0: most random way to find out about a band ever (laughs) yeah
1: it's it's like um excuse me do you don't you know who this band is and you know it's not like they're like super fucking famous they should be but um they yeah they do they do genre banding um the way like a post-hardcore band uh and i put that i put that loosely by the way but like a post-hardcore band should be genre bending um that's a it's a great great pick great pick for three
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah it, I, it almost would have been higher, but I just I got to put some heavy shit on, on the top two. That's just who I am. So um, with that said, go to your uh, go to your top two. That's super funny because I did I mean, not number, two, I number two, I should say number two, number two,
1: number two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number two. I didn't put heavy shit in my top two, um, which is uh, That's crazy. Right. Uh, number two for me is why would I watch by Hot Mulligan? and i will say i will say i didn't um I, i liked the band for a while you know like i was like they are a good band um they have solid releases uh like i won't reach out to you that ep was really good and i was like oh i vibe with this and they had some songs off their last full length which i uh am going to google right now currently because i can't remember their the, the last uh, the You'll Be Fine thing. records that were You'll about? Be Fine. Yeah, You'll Be Fine. That's what it was. The one Backyard on it, I was going to say. Um, or mm-hmm. Quip Sunglasses. Um, but like those records to me, I was like, oh, they have solid songs on them, but they're not like records that I want to listen to. kind of reminded me of... Uh, I don't even know if I, if, I, if I can mention this band anymore, but it kind of reminded me of like Tiny Moving Parts that I loved songs, yeah, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't love records uh, for a long time.
0: Um, they're a band you're, would, not, you're never sure... Right now, if you're still allowed to mention them or not, there was a little yeah. bit of a middle area of cancellation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: they, they've, they, they've recovered pretty well. Um, I think I think they because they handled hand- it
0: the best. I think they, out of handled, any it, band. they handled it. They handle it great.
1: Yeah, I, I think I I think it almost uh, <laughs> shout out to Tiny Moving Parts for handling uh allegations in like uh appropriate way. Right. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't have to give it to them, but we kind of yeah, just but, did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's um. <laughs> They they've recovered well. I think they I think they did the right thing. I'm not saying the situation is cool, but anyways, um, why would I watch yeah, yes, Hot Mulligan? Record front to back to me is solid. It has everything I want and that kind of angsty. It, it, and they have like they have such a weird vibe that I can't explain. It's like mm-hmm. angsty, but I also live in like the 1940s for some reason. Like it's like it's like yeah. I'm transported to like some weird like nuclear family. I'm part of a nuclear family back in like the 19. 19- 40s and 50s or 60s and I am really angsty but it's also very modern production you know like I don't I they're their lyrical content kind of feels that way um but just the more I listen to it the more I like it and I think that's kind of the 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 staple of this record is uh I, I gave it once I gave it a once over I said hey this record's like good and I was like, oh, "What's that? What's that one? What's that third song in the track that I really liked?" And then it's like, oh, "What's that sixth song in the track that I really like?" And oh, what's that? What's that eighth song? Oh, what's their closer song that I really... like? Every every time I went back to it, I was like, "Oh, I'm re-liking songs that uh, like I, I'm finding the full record that, on in scope is what I really enjoy." Yeah, um, which is again why it's why it's in the top five or why it's in the top three even. Yeah.
0: Uh- you know, this is a record. I won't talk too much on it because I need to check. I'll give it a fair go because you're putting this this high. Um, I I usually agree with you on music stuff for the most part. Um, I Hot Mulligan was a band that I'll be honest, like I never understood why so many people like them. Um, I not to, I'm not hating on the kind of music. I think they write really solid songs. I just remember like. I remember when when You'll Be Fine came out and people were astounded by the record. Yeah, right. And again like I said earlier, um this sort of genre, a uh, little bit of backstory, I used to be heavily invested in this kind of music, like Tiny Moving Parts, hot but the reason why was because I was so into Brand New. Um and <laughs> recipes, that's recipes. the one band yeah. that yeah, well, rust and and piss, I guess. But yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, <laughs> you, you know, like and and when that whole thing happened, where all that stuff came out about them, and and it was confirmed, and all this kind of stuff, and like I'm not somebody. I also, to be fair, like I never shit on what other people listen to. So like, I don't care if somebody else listens to it. I think that people. You know, you could have the conversation, but I I don't have. I have more important things to put that energy into with politics or world issues or inequality. I don't care if you're listening to a band that I wouldn't listen to personally anymore. But
1: can you 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 imagine? Can you imagine if you're like I I I interrupt my segment on Gaza to shit in this guy's music taste? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's kind of where my
0: perspective is on all this stuff anymore. You know, if someone asks my opinion, I'll give it, but like it's so moot. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't – you're going to do it anyway. Why, why are we going to argue about it? But for me personally, it kind of broke my brain on this genre. Um, I really, like – that's why I went so into, like, heavy political music and hardcore music that I'd already liked. But to, to, to that, um, I got a little jaded on, like, the emo post-hardcore kind of stuff, and then there would be other allegations of these other, like, lesser-known bands. And I was like, this whole – fucking thing feels gross and i'm just kind of gonna leave it that being yeah. said um there's a few bands that have kind of opened my mind to it again recently this year and i just hadn't checked out this record from this band it's also in the same light uh, a few of them are my shout outs for after this but i'm gonna check this out because i've heard great things about it i heard it was better than the 2020 record i'm less jaded about the genre now so now that you have said it at your number two i'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna give it it's a fair shake and I'll listen to it twice, even if the first time I'm I'm not like completely on board. So I think I think, I, I think it's, it's um,
1: leagues leagues better than you'll be fine as an album.
0: Um, okay.
1: Yeah. I, I, and and I was also in the same boat as you. Just so you know that when I listened to you'll be fine, yeah. I was like, I don't really get the hype. Like I get it. There's some songs on here that I that remind me of like when I loved this genre. Um, yeah. This album kind of resolidifies it just throwing
0: it out there. Well, I was going to say, you put it at your number two and you're another guy that's into heavy music. So I'll, I'll take your word for it and I'll, I'll check it out. Um, number two for me is, and I, I thought this maybe wouldn't be on your list and I'll be interested to know why, but is silent planet, uh, super bloom. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this record is my second favorite silent planet record of all time. um, I was at first with the hype on it because I was so stoked that they were getting as big as they were from it comparatively to the past saying it was my favorite record of theirs. um, Don't really overall feel that way. I still think when the end began is the best record they've made. And I hope, you know, I hope they beat it someday, but this one to me was, was great because they took a big, you know, creative um, gamble they they went a lot less technical. They uh, you know added in a lot of elements they've never done before, and it all really worked for me. Um, the lyrics, as always, were super on point. The heavy aspects of it were still there, um, and and it does have some of the best songs they've ever made on it. It just doesn't beat a different record of theirs for me. And as people know that have listened to this, like one of my favorite bands of all time one of the bands that like i deep dive the 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 lyrics to no end um obviously i've had garrett on the show and, and talked to him here and there but like you know there's just something about some of the songs on this record that i just don't think anybody else is is making stuff like this that well so that's why i really like this one i'd be interested because i would assume this isn't your number one maybe i'm wrong and i'm burying the lead here no. but um but what are your opinions on this record? Cause since it's not on here, uh, okay. I kind of want to put you in a seat for a second. I'll, I'll give you my you opinion is it. that
1: I didn't, I didn't listen to it. Um, and, and, Oh my so God, no uh, way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's the thing about silent planet. And, <laughs> and I, th- I think, okay. I think the band is, I, I mean, I listened to singles. I listened to, songs, I didn't listen to it all the way through. I listened, you know, when they made when they released Antimatter, I listened to it a thousand times, like every other guy who loves that band, did, you know? Um, yeah silent planet to me is a band that is full of just sleeper albums for me like they're never yeah, my top yeah. albums of the year ever right and then two years one year two years three years later i'll listen to the album and i go oh man i should have i should have liked this album so much more like when it was released you yeah know? um mm-hmm. like for example 2020 is when i got into the night Guy slept you know like like i was yeah, like it's oh, quite a, but, oh but but i oh, think
0: you would have gotten uh the the remade version uh, yeah, of it which would have yeah, helped i did yes. you know and, because and the remade a, version is a lot better you
1: know? right it was the redux for sure and i maybe that was 21 i can't remember where they did that one but um like i, I am mean, just looked through their discography right now like uh everything was sound i've Listened to all the way through, I think once, and I again, like they're all records. It's not your thing. Just, yeah, yeah. They, no, and they're they're I'll, I'll see them live any day of the week. I'll I'll be stoked to see them live, and I think that I'm I'm at the stage of life now where if I see, uh, shout out shout out somebody in the group. I saw Silverstein last week, uh, for their yeah. uh um, for their this Windshifts tour, and somebody looked at me. Yeah. Like, you don't you have to rub fucking... it in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, but <laughs> they're like. like i didn't and and i know 80 percent of that album right and and i was in the crowd and somebody looks at me and they go you're a fucking fake fan because like i didn't know the lyrics to a song i was like fuck you dude like i like yeah fuck you uh no it was it was in jest uh anyways but um (laughs) uh like i i like going to shows now not knowing the entire album front to back like there's there's this weird yeah. expectation that I if I'm like okay hey I know half the set list or I know four songs or I know whatever um I going in because it makes me just like Left to Suffer did it makes me be like oh this show killed and I had zero expectation of what it was gonna be um and that's how I want to witness Silent Planet I think for the first time um is is seeing yeah. like seeing them live and going oh yeah okay this this gets me into them now.
0: I, I also yeah I, I mean I think I think it's I mean isn't that what shows used to be for was finding new bands right. or sort of getting more into bands like the idea that I, I know that you were saying the is but like people really do feel like I, I don't know sometimes it's like no I, I'm gonna go check out a band live that's like what I'm here for and if I like it I'll go check out the music and if I don't maybe I won't you know <laughs> like yeah not not that complicated but yeah, um, this was actually my number one for up until this morning. Uh, I'm just was, gonna was guess with your number Planet, one. Is. Super <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, but we'll get yeah. to your we'll get to yeah. your number one first. Uh, but yeah, great record. Um, again, not even my favorite Silent Planet record of all time, but uh, but a fantastic record. Um, let's go I, ahead I and get to your number get one. To I'm it. really interested to hear what it is.
1: I'll get around to Super Blue in, in 2025 uh is is my yeah, guess yeah, or, yeah. or when I, or when i see them on we've tour.
0: documented your you're a you're a late bloomer for the super bloom there we go yeah um, a late um, super eight. bloomer that's what uh, i say yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um what's your uh so what's your number
0: one man number one actually can i can i go through
1: can we go through some shout outs first if you have any shout outs yeah why don't we do the like? shout
0: outs first before the number yeah. one let's do that let's do that you, you go ahead and uh,
1: do do some of yours here I got, I got like a, a listicle of them, so I won't take too long on them, but there's a, oh, did, there's a, who cares? plenty. Um,
0: uh, yeah. 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 Do as many as you want here. In, in probably if we did a
1: top 20 list instead of a top 10, I would shout out uh mm-hmm. hollow front for fear of letting go. Um, yep. if you're not into the band, they're, they're, uh, hometown. Great, I'm not going to say band. homies, like I'm good friends with them, but, um, like hometown people. Who have stuck through thick and thin? Uh, they, they, there's honestly no reason they should still be a band, you know. With as, as much like bullshit as they went through, and they're still making music. Mm-hmm. Um, Fear of letting go is a solid record, uh, especially for all the the stuff they were um, they had to deal with throughout the the last couple of years of their career. Um, and songs like Over the Cradle remind me why I like that band so much. Um, Pulses. It wasn't supposed to be like this. And I'll be brief about that one. I think that record is so versatile. I just didn't give it enough time to sit with to say, hey, uh, this is in my top 10. Um, super cool band, though. They've always surprised me with their re-release. Um, yeah. And then my la- my last three, the album meant well by Parting Ways. It would have been number one pop punk album of the year uh if it was released this year but it wasn't it was released in like 2019 or 2020 or something like that um the dude's right. in real friends now mm-hmm. he's like the vocalist of real friends uh that record salad through and through uh and then sweet pill if do yourself a favor after this podcast and listen to sweet pill uh it they are this like well
0: i've never heard of them
1: indie math core female-led vocalist band um I'm seeing them live. I think they're coming through my hometown in May. Uh, just phenomenal. Uh, Where the Heart is 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 their record they released, I think, last year. Yeah, decent-sized
0: uh, band, too.
1: Yeah. It looks like. I, they're so underrated. So underrated and so under the radar. And I think that if they had a super, super, super good management team or something, like uh, I mean, I, I can't talk shit about their management team they have now, but if they had, like, the God Management team, you know, they're like the ones that get everybody on the tours and you know the, the really high profile tours. Um, they would they blow up in a second. They're amazing.
0: Um, yeah, but I'll be able to catch them in uh, Chicago. It looks like at least their numbers on various platforms. They have a huge following in Chicago too, so I should check out and see. Uh, check where them you're next. That's that's. I, cool. I think
1: it's probably the same. I, I'm guessing we're looking at the same tour too, because I mean I'm sure they're hitting Chicago either before yeah. or after my date. The day before, the day after, right. Um, and the right. last two bands I'll shout out uh, who didn't make a record this year, but if they made a record, it'd probably be my top ten. Uh, the band Throne, T H uh, R O W N. Yes. Uh, if yes, so and, good, and, man. And and, and they're, they're they're phenomenal, but they make the same song every song. I'm just gonna throw that out there that I don't think they're. I think they're not versatile they at all. You you know you know the formula of what's gonna make a good throne song, right? But they every time they do it, I'm like, oh, I, I love the song though. You know, uh, guilt was probably my that, first uh, I of didn't
0: the get year. into them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, on the verge, I was gonna shout out this band, oh, to yeah, yourself, dude, right? on, on the verge is great. On yeah. the verge, um, which I think is the last song they put out this year, I could be wrong, it no, is, it is. Um, it's the last one, yeah, uh, you know, they they something about that song scratches like my lizard brain where (laughs) I just like I will play it twice every time I hear it. Well now every single song they have is like under two and a half minutes long, I think. But but like that song, I don't know, like there's something about it that I just like I could and it's like the same riff either through like a sort of like hip hop I think people call it funk. I don't know. But but hip hop like beat um to like a really heavy detuned breakdown and then you know there's just a little bit of polyrhythms thrown in somewhere triplets or whatever but like something about that band just like scratches but and they're the you know from the business side for both of us the marketing this band was able to do on spotify to get where they are is incredible you end an album you end a metal album of any kind the next song that comes on is thrown like the next song is always thrown you know, it, it, <laughs> and, and so the marketing and
1: yeah, I think Dwell was always, like, always coming on after songs. I was like, damn, uh, this band's cool. And you, you always know, like, again, they're formulaic and I don't say that in, uh, in like slamming the band at all, but I know if I'm listening to throne song, I think that's what they're going for. A, yeah. There's always going to be a part where the music cuts out. They're going to have like a heavy, like a one-liner or two-liner and it's just going to slam and, and that's what I want. Yep. You know, I want, I want break room. I want music that I'm going to go to a break room tomorrow and like, like chuck my old laptop or like, you know, something like that. Like they like smash shit yep. all day. Um, yep. Uh, and, and lyrically they're super good too. I mean, a little depressing, but, but lyrically they're really good too. So um,
0: yeah. Surprisingly very... for that kind of music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like I'm used to sort of the, uh, the Amir style music. Uh, or God forbid, <laughs> right. uh, Attila style lyrics for like a band like that. And it's not, you look them up and they're actually very interesting, you know, very depressing, but very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, some, it sounds like, sounds like if like a, like a guy's just sitting in his room, like having a mental breakdown, <laughs> but like in an articulate just... way, you know?
1: And, and, and like... that'll, that'll drag me to, to my last band. I'm going to shout out, um, who, if they made an, a record this year and they're, they're in a very similar vein, uh, for throne, I guess like they're kind of in the same bucket, uh, downswing. If you haven't listened to downswing, um, I haven't.
0: I'll, th- uh, their singles right this now.
1: year were great. Um, no solution was one of my favorite singles this year for sure. They're this drop C hardcore, um, heavy hitter band. Uh, the, I can't remember what album it was. I think it came out and I'm going to look it up while I'm talking about it. Uh, it has the song stressed out on it. Um, or maybe stressed out with single who knows right um i'm looking here maybe that was the whole album maybe the album was called stressed out i don't know i don't know enough about the band apparently but uh super good <laughs> that's why it's a I'm, shout gonna, out. I'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> rep them yeah that's why it's a shout out right because i don't know enough about them yet um just crazy good band a highly suggest listening to them
0: mm-hmm. yeah i saved them already and saved that no solution song i'm gonna check it out um Great shout outs. The, the last ones for me, I'll do mine real quick here. They're almost all people that have been out the podcast, but that's kind of the point of this show for me. That's what I right. like the most about it. So real quick, um, this one, this band will probably be on my album of the year list this upcoming year because I know that they just got back the masters of their full-length album. With sales ahead. Uh, you know, they put out their most recent song, um, Darting Eyes. Um, really, like, always really thought the band was was – pretty good pretty great heard about them from pulses saw them live um really great band really great kind of what i would call like prog post hardcore um but then this newest song is like the biggest step up for them and um if that's like the the insinuation of what the record's gonna be like it's gonna be in my top 10 next Darting year. darting eyes um,
1: is i i i'm just gonna throw in just the thing in the hat here um yeah. is one of the catchiest singles i think i listened to this year I don't know what's up with the um. I say what's up with like it's a bad thing. It's not. There's like this. Sierra has this weird fucking throat singing she does in the chorus, where like you can almost hear the string. Kind of like gritty. Throat. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I can't do it. Yeah. If I try doing it, I'm just it's gonna be laughable. But uh, but
0: I would cough. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. I would cough a lot. I've been drinking some rumble too. So, um, but uh, but yeah. the um the the way that whole song is structured is great. Um, that's, that is a a, a wonderful single this year and it's been on repeat for sure. Um,
0: next one would be, uh, Nate Bergman, who is the sixth or seventh person on this podcast, maybe eighth. I don't remember. I should have looked that up before I said this stuff, but Nate, for people who don't know, was the singer of the band lion eyes, um, and has started his solo career with in the past, you know, um, I think put out a record in, last year maybe it was the year before that was really good um but he put out you know uh he's kind of a singer songwriter guy that that tours with bands like ls dunes and my chemical romance so very interesting kind of like he could also tour with country artists in a way if he wanted to um just very very kind of like rock music you know um singer songwriter rock music and he put out a song this year called war on the working class you know, the podcast goes political a lot. I've had like more political episodes lately with everything going on than I have in quite some time. Um, And uh, uh, Nate's able to do songs like this in a way that like connects to people regardless of sort of political affiliation, but that are just like everyday people, but does it in a way that is like a lot better than that. Like, bullshit oliver anthony song that got really big that had terrible lyrics and was cringeworthy as fuck that was played at the republican national convention and stuff um nate is the version of singer songwriter that actually understands those issues um you can tell he thinks about it a lot with the lyrical content he puts out and yet like if you didn't give a shit about like social political issues you would hear the song and be like god this guy's got pipes and this is stuck in my head so uh nate bergman shout out um fantastic singer song my favorite singer songwriter that i've found over the last several years and uh, uh shelby who helped me book him shout out to shelby if she hears this uh she's the one who got me into him and got me on got him on the show so he was awesome um the i have three other ones I already said one of them the burden terminal post hardcore record absolutely fantastic um you know it's like a throwback to classic under Oath and silverstein and all that with like modern production um really interesting song structures really catchy and also really brutal at times. Um, fantastic record. Uh, one that I added recently because they're one of the last music episodes I've done is the Maguas out of uh, Pennsylvania, an emo rock band that um, is really catchy. They kind of delve into a little bit of heavier stuff on a few of their songs and have really like branched out with their latest record settled. Um, super good band that I think is going to make waves um, signed to an interesting record label. That's had bands like Texas in July and August Burns Red on it in the past in Pennsylvania. Um And just like a really, really interesting band. that Their singer's good, but in a very unique way. Um, They're very business-minded and business-savvy, but also very into the music aspect of things. And I just think they're probably going to be a band that people see blow up in the next couple of years. Um, The last band that I'm shouting out that would be on this top 10 if the record came out in 2023, even though it's interesting they put the record out in 2022, but like, people noticed it in 2023 it's a band out of new york um emo pop punk band that i um that got me back into emo music so this is what i was talking about earlier uh, career day um you know very reminiscent of taking back sunday you know brand new style sound of the mid 2000s but what's interesting is is most of the record not all of the record but most of the record is written about you know the perspective of Somebody who is uh, Filipino-American, their singer, Desmond, uh, who's also worked for the NAACP, is an activist for Filipino independence, all this kind of stuff. Uh, He writes about a lot of those kinds of things or like being, you know, uh, people trying to treat you as like the token good one and like all these different kinds of things, these very serious issues um, in a context of sounding like Taking Back Sunday almost. Or he cites Motion City Soundtrack as like his number one influence. Uh, oh, okay. And so after talking with him and having this big conversation with him, uh, it got me back into the genre because I was just sort of disillusioned with it. And so this record that they put out.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, where we've always been, um, it's uh, it's definitely a record people should check out whether or not you're politically inclined or whether or not you're into emo music. It's super good. All that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. After all of that, let's get to your number one. What's your number one? Uh, what's your number one record?
1: Uh, I could go on for, uh, we could have another hour of this podcast of me just talking about this record. Um,
0: suicide okay. and sunshine by trophy
1: eyes is, is my top record. Even know they
0: put out a record this year.
1: Uh, it is what I think it's next level. Um, I didn't listen really hardcore to American dream. I, I know Josh Lowe, who's another person in our group, uh, have, I mean, him, have talked back and forth about it, about how he thinks American dream is better. I think that uh, suicide of sunshine is leagues better, but I think it's what you got into first um the whole record is grossly sad um, it's I'm, grossly I'm sad it. very uh, somewhat hopeful and, and phenomenal record front front to back um very sad record has a little bit of like a hopeful element to it contrasting uh, you know the suicide of sunshine contrasting views um yeah. It just, it, I, I think for me, I had a pretty crazy year, um, as far as like emotional yeah. swings and I moved, I moved five times this year. Um, if you can believe crazy. that. Yeah. So yeah, like I wow. was in, I wasn't really in a place for longer than three months, maybe four. Um, I think four months is my longest stretch of like actually being at one place. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah it's been kind of a downer year. Uh, So uh, naturally I'm going to gravitate towards the album. that's kind of like a downer album, but the, I can't give you a song that I don't like on this record. And there's such a variety of songs on this record. They all front to back flows incredibly well. Like each song kind of flows into each other. Um, The production elements of some of the, some of the vocals, some of the way they produce the vocals and not only like the, uh, soundscape of the vocal itself like where it's positioned in your ear and how it travels mm-hmm. is super cool like they they took their time with this um, and I can't tell you if the front half or the back half is better and that's a good, uh, yeah, good sign of a good record
0: yeah uh, Trophy Eyes is a band that I was into a while ago and have not really kept up with I think the last record I really checked out from them would have been Chemical Miracle in 2016, and and, and that, so that's a weird I'm, thing too because they're they're not like a top band
1: for me either. Like uh, I I loved Men yeah. Move On when I first listened to it. Uh, that was it hit mm-hmm. that kind of like punk, hard punk vibe that I wanted. Um, yeah, yeah, Chemical Miracle kind of did a 180 on it a little bit where they kind of toned it back a lot. And I said, oh, I, I think I'm falling yeah. off this band. Like, it's it's good, but it's not what I wanted. Um, and I think now that I'm a little bit more mature and older and I've, I've liked more of yeah. that genre uh, as I've aged, mm-hmm. um, this record has just spoken to me on so many levels. It's just, I, I think it's a must listen for sure.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to check it out again today. It's getting added to the list. I think I have three albums now that I have to listen to (laughs) to today. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's great. Great. Uh, great. I always remember them being fantastic. I just kind of fell off from them. So I'll make sure to check that out. Uh, check that out this time. Thanks for, for bringing that one. It sounds like it's definitely has grounds for being your favorite record.
1: Um, about not about the record at all, but I said this when I bought this rumble, um, do you, this is why I want to buy a pint too, by the way, not that uh, I don't want the fifth rumple because I'll definitely drink it throughout the year, uh, next year. Um, do you have it where the cap doesn't fucking thread back? It always leaks every single time. I put it in the freezer and it'll leak. But like, I I yeah. have now broken my cap to the point where I can just keep spinning it over and over and over. It just doesn't it I doesn't hate stop. when that
0: happens. That's the worst. And yeah, it yeah. happens
1: every single time. Rumple, you're so tasty. But your manufacturers are fucking—they—they
0: they suck. Yeah. Okay. What is with this thin shit? What is this? Yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't get on, like get that out of here, with 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 that. pristine, pristine alcohol here. Yeah. No, that's actually staying I, in. Um. But... Yeah, yeah. 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 Pristine, pristine liquor. <laughs> Hate whatever's going on with this cap. Okay. Um, my number one, which is kind of—it's kind of been given away at this point. Um, <laughs> is Johnny Booth. Moments elsewhere. Here we go, man. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> So again, I already gave the shout out to Alec. I'm not going to give him any more credit. But um <laughs> the uh, this record from pretty much the moment I checked out the band, and honestly, like I have not even listened to a whole lot of the rest of their discography. I've listened to first hand accounts, I haven't listened and Storyteller actually, but I didn't listen. I guess I didn't really just listen to Connections, their twenty twelve record.
1: Or, or or like Bronze um, Age or anything like that
0: yeah yeah um but the the reason behind that is because when i talked to andrew he was like you know this really does feel like a new era for us with this record more than anything this is what we want to do going forward um him and i did a deep dive on some of these songs and just, I don't know, like, it's one of those things, it's kind of like what I would attribute to with, like, when the end began with Silent Planet for me, where, like, when you hear about a band and then you listen to their newest album at the time, that was what that was for me in 2019 for Silent Planet. With this one, it was like, I just, I know that for me, nothing else from this band is going to add up to this. Like, this is just um such a good record. It's, it's my favorite, like... You know, I put it above a Silent Planet record for me and for anybody that knows me. Silent Planet is one it's of my lot. favorite bands of all time. And the reason why I did is because every single song on this record is different. It's high quality. It also feels DIY at the same time. Um, like you mentioned, Full Tilt, which was, you know, the big single off of this that really got them a lot more traction over the years. Um Uh, I mean, uh, uh, recently, after so many years of being a band together, I think he said they've been in a band since the late 2000s. You know, something about that song, something about the record. I don't know. It's like it just speaks to me in a way that, like, I don't know that a record last year or the year before did. It's just really encapsulating of, like, what I want to hear from music. And also there's, like, a little bit of a new metal vibe in it, like a little bit of a, you know, grungier side to it. The singing isn't pretty. Like it's it does the trick and it sounds good, but it's all a little rough around the edges, which I miss about this. You know about a lot of bands in this genre. You know what I mean. And uh, a, a big shout out to this record for me. That is, not, I don't think it was a single. Um, but again, I listened to the record after it was already out. Was modern dialogue? It's actually the one that Andrew picked to play at the end of the episode. That, uh, is that uh, that's, I that's did the together.
1: closer too, isn't it? It's the closer.
0: Yep, it's the, the closer. Album? Yeah. And, and a big part of it was, you know, that the song really, like, if you read the lyrics to it, it's, like, how I feel about a lot of things in the world. Like, and not just, like, from a, like, oh, I'm a left wing, whatever. It's more of, like, yeah. how people communicate together and, and like, how much, uh, and this is something I talked about with Garrett Russell, too, but just, like, how much communication breakdown is, like, so many of the problems people have. Um, and how it's kind of gotten worse and worse as years have gone on. And I just really like I don't know something about that song. That's my favorite song on the record. It's the closer, which is pretty cool. Um, but uh, overall, just like I would maybe go to venture my favorite album of the past five years. Like it's it's that good, you know, it's um, yeah, it's so, yeah. It's so it's, solid
1: I I one of my goals this year is to do a do a run of watching them. Like I'd love to catch them, especially if they have the Silent Planet tour. Shout out to their tour, Silent Planet Tour, Johnny Booth, yeah, Thornhill. Jesus, yeah. Uh, I don't know who the last person on that list was. Yeah, with Thornhill, also, which is
0: yeah, yeah. Another um, great band. Like uh it,
1: That tour is gonna uh, be so sick and I might just try to, you trigger a PBR with a rumple That's fucking crazy. Anyway, anyway, so you're like, and you know, uh, boy, boy breakfast. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's right. Um, I would love to see that tour like a couple of times. Like I'd love to go to specific dates and just kind of travel. And if I can take their pictures fucking sick, but if not, like I would just enjoy every time I see them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I just think it's, you know, there, there's something about that. And just, you know, again, I don't mean to make like a record about bit more than just the record. I think on its own, it's my favorite. But just the fact that this band is so independent, so like on, you know, so grinding and so like, I don't know, their own thing. Like they're, you know, um, it's, and Silent Planet is now too. They're actually going full independent. But, but uh, uh, you know, there's something about that to me that speaks to me that I'm like, you know, and, and it, it like showcases itself in the music. So that's what I love about it. Um, I'll stop rambling there on this, but, but yeah, so, so that's my number one. Let's go through each one of our lists one more time at the end here, and then we'll wrap up. So go ahead and just say, if you have your, do you still have your list? Um, I do. uh, do. just go ahead and just rail them off. We don't need to say any more comments on all these. We've talked at pretty good length on them, but, uh, uh, but just, uh, just kind of rail them off for me, starting at number 10.
1: Sure. And in, in ascending order, we have Poppy, Zig. We have at number nine. We have Sleep Token, "Taking Back to Eden." Do you? I don't know if you should list the the band before the title. I don't know how that works properly, but we're just gonna go with that. I was told by
0: Shane, told that it's band name first, then album. That's how. Oh right, okay. That. So I'm that's doing it right. Told. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. all
1: I care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure that yeah. he doesn't fucking yell at me. Um. So uh, <laughs> we got at number eight, "No Home." Hell is all around us. Number seven, "Movements Ruckus." Number six is "Currents: The Death We Seek." Number five is left to suffer, Feral. Number four is Invent, Animate, Heavener. Number three, Johnny Booth, Moments Elsewhere. Number two is Why Would or Hot Mulligan? Why would I watch? And number one is Trophy Eyes with Suicide and Silence or Suicide and Sunshine. Suicide and Silence is a totally different vibe. <laughs> suicide and Sunshine. That's a,
0: that's a different band.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, suicide and-, suicide and Sunshine. Silence.
0: It's always good to flub yeah. on the number yeah. one. Great job. Yeah, exa- exa-
1: exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Suicide and sunshine, no.
1: trophy eyes, check it
0: out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. For me, number 10, guardrail, content, content. I should have checked in with him on what that was. Number nine, sleep token, take me back to Eden. Number eight, Calva Louise, over the threshold. Number seven, sil- silosis, uh, sign of things to come. Number six, the Cal Style Boys. God smiles upon the Cal Style Boys, which is true. Uh, number five, Dying Wish, Symptoms of Survival. Number four, Invent Animate, Heavener. Number three, Pulses, It Wasn't Supposed to Be Like This. Number two, Silent Planet, Super Bloom. And number one, Best Record of the Year, Officially, um, Objectively, Everyone Else is Wrong. Uh, Johnny Booth, Moments <laughs> Elsewhere. Uh, <laughs> I got to do that at the it, end of my show. Yeah, end,
1: no, I no, I mean, I, <laughs> honestly, my, my top, my top three could have been juggled. Like, I, I think about that. Like, Same here.
0: Same here. You know, like, I, yeah. I, I kind of said that with Johnny Booth and Silent Planet, but to be clear, the Pulses one could have been number one. Like, I almost put it there and kind of put Booth second and Silent Planet third. But I was like, which one have I listened to the most this year that made the decision? That one. You know what I mean? Like, it was what just is that, a that
1: simple, here, you know? here's a Here's a left field question that you may or may not want to just keep in recording, but um, what would – what would you say out of bands that made singles this year? Um, I know we already talked about like Throne and stuff like that too. That you're like, okay, hey, if they, make a was gonna make next that. Year, that might be my number one next year. What do you, what do you, what do you predict? What do you predict is going to be in your top? Let's so, say like
0: top three. There's a, f- there's a few, but I'll, I'll whittle it down to one. Here we go. Projections for next year. I am gonna honestly say, I think what I am in and, and is, you know, so many things are up in the air with bands. There's two bands that I am most anticipating for, for records from next year. The first one is, and I said it earlier with one of the shout outs is with sales ahead. Yeah. Um, I think they're a band that has put out great music. And they even said this themselves with the darting eyes episode that I did with them. That, uh, you know this record. Uh, it, it, there are a lot. This record is a lot more DIY produced. It's mixed by somebody else, but like their guitarist Joe produced it all. They 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 did it all like in house, and they feel like it's the first time it's it sounds the way that they feel like they want to sound. Um, and so with that in mind, with how much of a step up I think this latest single is, I think that record's going to at least be top five for me. The other one, and this is going to be conventional as hell, but the number one. It, for next year, after the single they put out this month is Architects um, was Seeing Red. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to put out a next a new record next year. I think a lot of people are going to hate it because they've hated the last three records, and they like to. It. It's the metalcore discourse that like hurts my brain. But I think the I think the last two records have been sort of growing pains for them, despite me really liking the records. Um, I think they're a bit of growing pains for the band, and I think the next Architects record is going to be, while a lot of like OG fans are always going to hate that it's not, you know, all our gods have abandoned us or whatever, maybe, you know, maybe Holy Hell and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's going to be the best Architects record is going to come out in 2024. So those are my two. I'm going to uh, uh... say on a big scale, Architects.
1: I'm not going to say that's a bold statement. Um, I, I mean, you've you've been you've been around. You've been you you've been you've been kicking the can around long enough to know that like will released this like heavy fucking single and have this really weak album, right? So I mean, I, to be fair,
0: I, I'm not saying it's going to be a heavy record. I sure, actually oh, don't no, think no, it's right, going to be right. a heavy record. And when, when I when I right? say weak, I think I don't, it's going to be don't a don't really good mean,
1: record, You know, I don't necessarily mean that the album itself has like not heavy songs. I mean, like the album is just weak, right? Um, you, you know, they, they, they released, uh, like, uh, everybody remembers you're welcome by a day to remember, right? Everybody, everybody remembers that record, um, uh, for better, for worse. Okay. But we do not some... need to compare. Yeah. now. Here's, <laughs> no, here's the, no, no, yeah. you
0: know, we're, very, we're going very long here, but we're going long here, yeah. but people, people could listen to however long they want of this. But yeah. the, the thing that I'm interested in for next year is, I think this is gonna be my my prediction for for bad record, and I hope I'm wrong, is with Bring Me the Horizon kicking Jordan Fish. Oh not kicking, I should say leave having Jordan Fish He's leave the out. band, which some people yeah. are like applauding, the next music is oh, gonna why? be terrible. Why? Like it's no, gonna I, be really bad. Like I, I don't, I don't, think, I don't it's think it's gonna even... be good.
1: You know? I don't think it's going to be bad, but I don't think it's going to be nearly the... like. I, I, here's the thing. I think he's had a hand in most of their stuff, and I think the stuff moving forward he probably had a slight hand in. He might get credited with still, even though he's not in the band, right? Um, I think we might see like a next release by them that's good, but then I think they're in a couple of years going to start like not being as intricately good. Um,
0: well, because people I, I, people have, have been bagging on Jordan Fish a bit that are like into the heavier... Bring Me the Horizon stuff for, like, changing the band. And it's like, but he is the reason why Paternal was good. And he's the reason why that's the Spirit was good. And he's the reason. And I like a lot of the newer Bring Me the Horizon music. I think it's better than Same. some of the older stuff. Like, I think there's hits and misses. But, like, if you think that the band's going to be better because, like, the guy that, like, right like gave the band its second coming is out of the band you're out of your goddamn mind yeah. like, and,
1: and, you know. and here's i i am a very like i'll die on the hill that uh separate Turnal was an amazing record i think there is a hell um was my personal favorite bring me the horizon record is before he was in the band but Hot take. i don't
0: Hot take. i don't
1: think i don't think that they could have made that album twice like I, I think, I think, right. I think some Eternal has agreed. so much more of a, like a value of, Hey, we can kind of like reorganize these songs. Uh, like the, the, the vibe of these songs to make a different record and it, it will work. If you try to make theirs a hell another time um, it wouldn't work. Uh, that was just a great one off, but I will yeah, segment agreed. back to architects saying hot take uh, architects making their best record to date. Um, maybe I, I'll be, I'll be so happy if they do. And I will, you'll be the first one that I message. I'll say you told me so, Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I just, I like, just oh, you, so,
0: so, uh, you know, with, with them, like they're, uh, you know, this latest record, I forget what it's called cause they've put out so many, but the one yeah. before that, that had like, um, animals and discourse is dead and, and all that on it. I thought that record was pretty good. I thought it was a little long cause it was like 14 tracks, but I thought it was pretty good. I actually really liked it. Um, this latest one they put out, I think there was good songs. There's bad songs on it. And it really felt like more of a growing pains record. Now, of course they, they don't have Josh Milton anymore either. So right. I really could be saying the same thing about them that I could be saying about bring the horizon. Now that we're talking about this, but I'm going to stay hopeful. I think they're going to put out a good record. Um, I shouldn't have said best. I might edit that out for my own, <laughs> for my own sanity here. Just cut but I Just think it'll noise. be, I yeah. think yeah cut that you know get it yeah, out of here no that, I'm gonna that, leave it because I'm busy but um yeah. but uh yeah yeah <laughs> but uh but the but the you know I think I think we're gonna see a good record from them next year that's my prediction is that really fair. it's gonna be a really good record from them but I'm gonna predict that top five records for me next year one of them is gonna be the with sales ahead record that's what I'm leaving with
1: that's uh that that's fair I um I, I would love to see what, what sales ahead does. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to uh, pretend to be like a sales ahead stand where like, I know all their backlog uh, yeah. back catalog. Yeah. Um, but if anything is like the darting eyes single, uh, uh, then I, I'm in it. I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to it. It'll be probably in my top 20, at least uh, I would assume if it's anything mm-hmm. like darting eyes, the band that I'm looking at the most, and maybe, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a little generic, you know, maybe it's a little generic, but um, the plot in you their last three singles no
0: that's not generic yeah yeah has, <laughs> that's going to be a good record. It, yeah talk about a fucking
1: band that has made a total i shouldn't say total 180 but it's a mostly 180 change to their sound and it has just like with the horizon it has done the band leaps and bounds of not only popularity but of just like the soundscape of their records are, are just phenomenal like it's so weird to listen to "Wife Beater." Can you say that out loud? Uh, it's so listen. It's yeah. <laughs> so weird to listen to "Wife Beater," and then listen to um, you know "Disposal Fix" or "Swan Song," or uh, even uh-huh. like "Happiness and Self Destruction," which I feel like is like kind of that weird in between Magnum Opus of the band of like that, that, yeah, that it's transition a album. Record.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but but it has as some of the greatest songs they've done. Um, like, uh huh, I. I firmly believe that the, if these singles are any indication of what the band is going to do, um, it's just going to be a, a maybe my album of the year. Who knows? Um,
0: yeah, I kind of, I kind of honestly, I would have thrown that in there as well um, because I, I kind of forgot that they would probably be putting out a record next year. Um, but I agree. I think all the things you just said there are, are very valid. Uh, I think that band really can't do any wrong. I think Landon is maybe one of the best songwriters of the whole generation, and uh, and even like I said, happiness and self destruction does feel a bit of a growing pains record, like in hindsight. But it's like one that still was like a seven point five out of ten. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, still is, very good record. Easily, um, easily an eight
1: out of ten for me for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think those three bands we're gonna keep a lookout on. Uh, Uh, I'm, I'm a little more skeptical on architects, but I think, I think for sure plot and you puts out a great record for sure was sales ahead, puts out a great record that really puts them up, um, the next level. And, uh, we'll see, there's a lot of things that are projected for next year. I just forget all of them, but, but the, the one that I I'm going to call is not going to be good as bring me the horizon, but we'll see. I hope I'm proven.
1: You know, uh, so I'll, I'll say that, um, a, I'm just trying to get this over two hours, I guess, you know, I'm like, let's, let's make the editing really yeah. hard for you later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Fantastic. Awesome.
1: A, yeah. 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 You're welcome, dude. You're welcome. Don't worry about it. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I've had a couple of shots
1: of Rumpel and now we're in, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, it, there's a, there's a band that I don't want. I don't want to like at all. I, I, in fact, I don't like them, but I do like them. They're, um, their last single is actually extremely catchy. Is uh, I see stars. Um, all right, I don't that's know, it for the I, show. We're done, yeah. all right, no, yeah, all right, 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 we're clicking out. And and uh, <laughs> dude, there is, there is, yeah, I've seen that band a, a million times live, I've never really loved them at all, and I don't think they're gonna make like the next gen phenomenal record, like that's not what I'm positioning. Um, but damage done as a single. It's such a weird fucking, a weirdly good single. There's a, it's kind of like, um, I don't know if you're a fan and uh, I'm, this is a really bad equivalency because one band's way better than this band, but um, I don't know if you listen to like a Capstan album where yes. you go, where you go, nothing about the guitar tone and the production and the way they did these like vocals, like really like weird, like off pitch um, should be good, but it is, but I love it. You know, uh, if we're looking at, like, Separate by Capstan, there's a couple of songs in there that I'm just like, I don't know why I love this so much, but I'm in love with it. Um, and I hate to say that about an icy Star song, but Damage Dawn was that sleeper single of the year. Uh, we're cutting all of this, by the way. I'm just going <laughs> you, you, you to... No, I'm leaving You can't it rub there. this band. You gotta, you gotta, uh, uh, and I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it because I've been such a hardcore, like, I, I don't like this band at all. Um there's something about it that I think is is has some staying power, but I don't think the record they make will. That's that's my
0: prediction. That's my other prediction. Well, you can let me know because I'm not checking it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, fair. Right. that's fair.
0: That's uh, <laughs> fair. No, I. I... It's one band that I'll totally hate on until the day I die. But that's okay. Uh, I hope they hear this. Come on the show. Um, but all yeah. right, uh, Alec, <laughs> thanks for doing this with me. I will be editing several minutes out of this. And that is for fine. sure. Um, th- thanks for doing this with me. And before we go,
1: uh,
0: I, how,
1: how can we not do five rumple shots in two hours? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got to do that. Uh. Um, I got a lot of cleaning to do after this. I got to have something to do. All right. Yeah. Right. Um, so uh for this you know this will probably be the last episode i think that comes out before 2024 so no. cheers for that and uh we'll end it here with a little little clink all right
1: to the new year buddy,
0: new year, buddy.
1: all right there we go